Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Thanks. I don't need help. Just watch me love myself. That's all I want. Got what I want. That's all I want. I'm not sorry. I'm Claire Fallon. And I'm Emma Gray. And this is Love to See It, an obsessively detailed recap podcast about reality dating shows like The Bachelor and other pop culture that makes us laugh, cry, and curse the patriarchy. We can't live with these shows and we can't live without them, but we can break down every juicy moment and unpack all the weird messages these shows send us about love, sex, and dating. Welcome to Love to See It, a podcast about finding love exclusively in the United States. Turns out that The Bachelorette is so desperate to save money that they won't even spring for, like, a quick jaunt over the border to Canada or Mexico. I mean, justice for Charity and her men. I'm sick over this. (laughs) Here to discuss the most unintentionally, we think, patriotic season of The Bachelorette in franchise history— or at least since the quarantine seasons, is friend of the pod, Vela Lavelle, a firm supporter of labor unions and paying people fair wages. Guys, reminder, Vela is, of course, on strike with SAG. And so this is a great reminder to all of you. Remember to support the SAG and Writers Guild strikes. No scabs welcome on this podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you, guys. <laughs> no scabs here today. We tested Vela. We were like, do you have any projects you'd like to support? Or promote. None. <laughs> Zero. Like, she no. passed. <laughs> Just my strike shirt and sign. And yeah. look, labor unions, we're here for it. Yes, we they're, love them. They're pretty great. They're really great. They're really great. Before we uh, move on to the recap portion of this episode, I should take this moment to say goodbye, I guess. I'm not going to be here next week. This is my last recap before I give birth. And um, yeah, it's bittersweet. I'm going to miss everyone for the next few months. And I'm looking forward to listening to Emma and Lee recapping so much amazing Bachelor content while I'm gone. Um, But at least I'm here for the last episode before Hometowns of Charity's season, which is the most important one. I think we can all agree. 
They were like, Claire, we will not allow you to even leave the United States in your imagination. Yeah. No travel allowed at this point in the third trimester. I was like, this is my last episode and we're in New Orleans. I mean, it's fine, but it's not really what I was en- envisioning. Oh, I'm so honored yeah. I get to be here on your last your last podcast before before birth. I know. Yeah. It's, it's a momentous occasion. That's and amazing. we are... You know, I am so sad to see Claire go, but so excited to meet this cool kid that she's been just baking inside of her <laughs> all body. summer, baking and baking all summer. I feel like he's like literally, extremely literally done baking. at this point. <laughs> he's fully, he's fully cooked, um, and we are excited oh. to to meet him and also to have Claire um, take that time to really dive into that new baby period, which is, yes, I also, as I understand yeah. it, very exhausting. I also love that we went from labor unions into labor. Like it felt it's related. Yeah. The segue was Labor smooth. unions, labor and delivery. There's, yes. Yeah, they go I mean, together. They call it labor for a reason. Okay. <laughs> it Let is me work. tell you. It, <laughs> it really is. work, baby. <laughs> Also, before we get into today's recap, just a reminder that we have been recapping some scripted shows like The Bear and and Just Like That over on our Substack podcast, Rich Text. You can find that at claireandemma.substack.com. Soon, I'm going to be doing a pod about the Barbie movie, so make sure that you are subscribed. We're going to have a lot of fun. I have to say, I subscribe to your guys' newsletter, and I am fully like converted. Like, <laughs> like I'm, oh God, I'm thank fully, you. like I've fully been influenced by you both multiple times. <laughs> Just click straight on links, and so it's working. <laughs> I haven't listened to, to the that. pod because I'm not caught up on any of those shows yet. So it's I, okay. Yeah, it we'll, is. We'll forget. It you. is like a seminar. You've got to. You've got to do the viewing. Yeah. I know. I it's know. Not a commitment. <laughs> I know. I'm behind <laughs> on the homework. I'm so sorry. Okay, now that we've done so much housekeeping, let's head off to New Orleans. Yes. The most exotic location one could imagine. I mean, if you're in the 48 contiguous states, like this is about as exotic as it gets. At least there's some like of that, you know, kind of Euro influence. Yeah. It's a it's a destination city. Yeah, we, we have the Creole culture. Yeah, I feel like, a lot of yeah, music. I feel like New Orleans is probably is like top like three cities you could go to if you couldn't go anywhere else. Yeah, totally. You exactly. know, like, <laughs> it's it's got a great vibe. <laughs> but it's funny to me that like obviously New Orleans is great. We all love New Orleans, but even Charity sounds like a little fatigued. <laughs> She's like. Another domestic location that I have to sound really excited about. She's like, we're we're in the Big Easy. It's so great here. I'm really excited. And you can just hear in her head that she's like, I thought I would be in the Netherlands by now. Somewhere else. <laughs> I also, I think one of the most important things about New Orleans is Aaron is from there. Like, oh, Aaron's yeah. from I mean, there. It, it made him a man. It's, yeah, it's where it he became him a man. A man. I, it's yeah, like, he's not, I mean, his hometown is Houston. Oh, right, right, but, right. But and he, he currently lives in San Diego. Oh, wait, he doesn't even live? I thought the... No, what? he just became a man there. Okay. Yeah. okay. Are, we, are we to understand that, like, that's where Aaron fucked for the first time? Okay, Something like I that. misunderstood his <laughs> commitment to New Orleans. No, because I was now... like, I know he's from San Diego because... 
that's he's best friends <gasps> with Aaron Clancy, or is, is, is my understanding. He's part of the New Orleans uh, or the San Diego crew. Okay, you can't <laughs> claim all those cities. Like you have to choose one. You can't contain Aaron to just one city. <laughs> oh, like these are the streets where I grew from a boy to a man <laughs> over those seven years. And he's like, I need a date here to show charity around the city that made me a man. So I guess one question I have is, why do all of these men feel so determined to have dates in towns that they are familiar with? It's like, I feel like it's like the male, like the the mansplain gene kicking in where they're all like an opportunity to like be the expert for charity. Like, I need this. I can point over there and be like, that's yeah. the public library, and she'll be so impressed. 100%. That's, that's exactly what I thought, too, because it was like, I think he said, I want to show charity. I thought it was his hometown, <laughs> and I've been corrected. So now this is this makes even less sense. He wanted to show her around, and I'm like, no, no, no. She's showing you all around. That's yeah. the whole point. It's yeah, not. She's the host. They've she's given her the, the fact host. sheet. She yeah. is the tour guide. She's like, jump on this horse and carriage, not yeah. Aaron. <laughs> exactly. The men are all just waiting. They're like, will you let me drive? Will you let me be the tour guide? Like, when do I get to be in charge? <laughs> She's like, I mean, they just have notebooks full of fun facts about various cities that they've lived in. And they're like, put me in, coach. Yeah. This is my moment. I know this one. I know Aaron, this one. Yeah. Like, I'm an A student in this city. <laughs> Unfortunately for Aaron, though. It is not meant to be because Charity meets the guys at an outdoor cafe with a horse and carriage in tow. And Joey is the one yeah. who is invited to leave with her. Do we think the producers like specifically were like, we're not giving Aaron a date because he wants it so bad. <laughs> to fuck with him. He's Honestly, so thirsty. Maybe. That it was I mean because they do need someone else to cause drama at this point. They need yeah. people to be flipping out. Yeah. Yeah. And they're clearly I, testing some of the guys this week to see yeah, who else doing is going to give them <laughs> material. Mm-hmm. Now that I was like, if on. I hear Aaron loves New Orleans and he's from New Orleans one more time, I'm yeah. just going to. No, you got to be like, I have a phobia of New Orleans. The streets like, of New great. Orleans <laughs> make me shiver with fear. And then you get the one on one date in New Orleans. That's how you do it. They need to start like a support group for people who didn't get the one on ones they feel they deserved. Like yeah. Aaron and Greer could bond over this. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Right. Yes, it was Greer too. I remember that. Greer will go down in Bachelor history as. Because she, she wanted tea. <laughs> she, she was like, I love tea. That's my thing. Tea. She like defines the bachelor contestant who feels entitled to a specific date because she likes tea. She likes Um, tea. So the other guys are feeling pretty bummed. Uh, This is the week before hometowns. You go on a one-on-one, you get a rose, you're going to hometowns. They're like, that could have been us going to hometowns in a horse and carriage. Uh, But Joey is kind of her strongest contender who hasn't had a full one-on-one. He just had that sort of half one-on-one date where he won the group date and it turned into an mm-hmm. evening one-on-one. So I wasn't surprised that she wanted to give him more time. Meanwhile, Tanner is like, I feel overlooked. I've been very, very patient. And I'm like, listen, you'd never survive a normal season, Tanner. It's week five. That's nothing. 
like calm Wait, down. Can I ask a question? Is this season moving faster than so normal? Fast. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a few episodes shorter than normal. I feel so much less crazy because I was like, I felt like I just was getting my toes, you know, in the water yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden I'm like drowning. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. No, normally at this point there are like 12 men left 10 to 10 to 12 men left i'm a little unclear on on how long filming took place like if filming was significantly shorter or whether each like week that they're having is just maybe a day longer somewhere in between it's kind of unclear for it to be longer because it's not like they're doing anything they're not going anywhere (laughs) the same amount of stuff Right. Yeah, it's true. So then they're probably still having like three day weeks. Which so is there, there a less? Yeah. Ep- is there one less episode than normal? That's <gasps> more than, more than one. see. This There's is like why we're striking because fewer. the episode orders are getting shorter. <laughs> well, inside baseball for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cast are like we more episode. Yeah, get paid for more weeks. <laughs> yes. Wow. Okay. This, but I don't feel as crazy because I, I was. It was kind yeah. of a shock that she that hometowns were next week for me. Yeah, yes. normally it would be yeah. week okay. seven. Whoa, yeah. okay. So it's zipping by. Oh, wow. I I do feel like it's affecting. Yeah. This, like in a way, it makes sense that the lead usually kind of knows who their top handful are because most of us kind of know mm-hmm. what we like pretty quickly. But you still kind of maybe want time to get to know them. And for them to get to know you. And I'm like, does Tanner even know Charity? No. Like, we've seen them have, like, three-fifths of a conversation if you add up he, everything we've ever seen them say to each other. He does not, which is why exactly basically what she says when she sends him home. Like, it's just yeah. he's too far behind. And yeah. I thought that this episode was telling because... Normally, during the pre-hometowns, you would get at least one one-on-one date that was kind of a throwaway, like someone that she wasn't that into, so she could realize that and send them home. And instead, she got a second one-on-one date with arguably her two strongest connections, I think, to kind of solidify those. And so I wonder if the shorter filming time affected that and producers wanted her to still really have this space with the people she really liked. Yeah, plus it made the guys freak out. That's true. Yeah, also also it has that like happy side effect. I felt like Tanner was someone, maybe this is just me, that I I felt like Tanner was someone who could have been stronger, but he needed more time. And it was just, I don't think he would have won or anything, but I think he could have, they could have had a little fun yeah. more more deep thing than they did but i think in another I'm season pretty sure he would have had a one-on-one on one. yeah he would have had a one-on-one yeah yeah i'm pretty sure we're gonna see him in paradise so oh, okay i think he's kind of one to okay. watch yeah okay. he's one to watch <laughs> and i think also like it's not uncommon for the lead to to give multiple one-on-ones to one or two of her top contenders but there just wasn't enough space in the season to space those out so Dotton mm. ended up having two in back-to-back, <laughs> back-to-back. Right. episodes. Wow. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, what a week. Wow. What a season. In the carriage, Charity and Joey just, like, discuss how weirdly comfortable they are with each other and how much they miss each other when they're apart, which is, like, kind of the only conversation we typically see them have, like, when they are hanging out during cocktail parties or whatever they're like oh my god we're so comfortable together and we love staring at each other and want to make out 
And so they do some of that. They sample some New Orleans delicacies together. They gaze at each other soppily. He calls her his little Southern belle. (laughs) And Charity's just like, I adore everything about Joey. He's a loving person. He's open. He's a great communicator. I feel really safe with him. They get tarot readings, which seem auspicious for their relationship. Shocker. (laughs) Unbelievably. They walk around wearing their Mardi Gras beads, listening to the street musicians, having fun. And he's like, I felt like I was with my girlfriend and I love kissing her so much. He really does. They They love kissing each other. They do. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, can we talk about that? The poem? Because. Oh, my God. Yes. That's next on the list. That that is what happens (laughs) next. Let's talk about this poem. (laughs) They stop on the street to one of those guys who, like, writes love poems on the spot. And you, like, explain a situation to him. And he writes a poem about it. And he's like, Joey, what's so special about charity? (laughs) And Joey says, Charity is captivating. Every time she walks in the room, I don't know how she isn't the person you look at. It's like her beauty, her radiance, her eyes. Her beauty. You can get lost in her, her eyes. eyes. <laughs> Everything he says, it seems very sweet and sincere, but it is all kind of just about how hot she is at the end of the day. <laughs> right. That's what's leaving the impression on Joey. Like, <laughs> he hasn't moved past that. Like, <laughs> he's like, oh my God, she's so hot. I don't know what else to the think. The two of them are both mutually startled by how into the other one they are, I think. Like, it's this intense attraction. And so they just spend their whole dates staring at each other, being like, me make out with you? Yes. (laughs) I just was struck by, I felt like anything that they said to this poem man on the street, then he reads the poem and I was like, that's not what they said at all. Like, I I was like, does this guy just have like a generic poem that he's like, because he was like, I think yes. Yeah, right? He was like, Charity is hot. And she was like, Joey's sweet. And he was like, the sky breaks open. The water falls down. Yeah, like, yeah. That's not what they said at all. I fall into you again yeah. and again. Yeah, I think that he probably has some templates because he was speed typing. He was ready to go. Like, like, like no. he was transcribing what they were saying. Yeah, he's like, great, sky, sky breaks open. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I see myself in your eyes. I was like, no, no one said that. No I, one said that. I think if you're if you're in this profession, you've got to have a couple poems for like, you know, yeah. really, really sensual, erotic affairs that you can whip out. Yes. There's one for that. And then there's one for just like, you know, uh, friendship. And then there's one for right. like long-term sweethearts <laughs> and like who've been married for 40 years. You know, you just have Mother, some... son. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're, yeah, there's different situations. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you just give out the poem that sort of corresponds yeah. to that. And you're like, this was customized or maybe he for has you. Like, yeah. Like one line that operates Mad Libs and he takes like one adjective yes. that someone mm-hmm. says and just plugs that in. And it's an original poem. <laughs> I felt that. Uh, <laughs> they are completely bewitched by this. They're like, oh my God, this poem was written <laughs> for our love. <laughs> I was like, he's writing the sky breaks open for everyone today. <laughs> and then they just make out while the poet just sits there watching, like, my handiwork. <laughs> this kiss is because of me. <laughs> Damn, I did well. 
And so at this point, Charity is feeling super confident about their relationship. And on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Charity and Joey's night date. Can you keep up? I like love it. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not the litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want. Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out, you won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space, and even better— You won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house. Our producer, Talon, has been using Pretty Litter, and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop, how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan, and we know that you will be, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order. And... Get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we are back. And it's time for Charity and Joey to dig into what their collective future could look like. I feel like right away... There was no question about whether Joey was going to get the hometown rose. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Unless something went like very wrong. Yeah. It was like, you can't make out with someone that much and then be like, get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) They just sit down and are both like, we're so perfect. You're so perfect. I'm so lucky. You're so (laughs) lucky. Today was so lucky and perfect. Yeah. Imagine. (laughs) This right, is like, I feel like I, I haven't heard about Joey's life really on the show yet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All we really know is that he <laughs> lives in Hawaii, plays tennis, plays and tennis. that his, his parents are amicably divorced because his dad came out. Oh, yeah, I forgot that's about that. Joey. That's, yeah. Okay. And yeah. that's Joey, which all actually makes me quite excited for yeah. his hometown. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, but I think that what I'm really curious about is what does it mean for them that he lives in Hawaii and <laughs> yeah. is a tennis pro in Hawaii? And they don't really talk about this. She's like, I want to talk about what obstacles we might face in the future. But they like, the ocean. The yeah. ocean seems like a big one. I don't know. Is she planning to move to Hawaii? Physical obstacle between yeah, she's us. Like we address the physical obstacles next week. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, there's a lot of due diligence she has to do because, yeah, like Joey seems great. She's heard something about his life, but there is still due diligence she has to do um, in terms of being realistic about 
what it would mean for her to meet his family. And so she asks how his family would feel about meeting her. And he's like, I'm not worried at all. They'd just be excited to see me bring home someone I care about deeply. But they have seen me get hurt in the past, so they might be protective. But that has nothing to do with you. They they just are like, they care about me. And then Charity asks how he feels about being in an interracial relationship. And Which is what I think she was really asking with the first question. She's like, no, yeah. no, no, because no, I'm yeah. black. She's like, I suspect that you're <laughs> yeah. not fully engaging with the... She's like, <laughs> yeah. I think I have to spell this out to you. You are white. Yeah. I and am he was not. Like, oh, right, yeah. right. He's like, oh, yeah, I hadn't really thought about that one. Right, that's true. That is actually always what a, like a white contestant sort of says on the show. True. When a black true. lead asks them how they feel about this, they're like, oh, I guess... Literally hadn't thought about it. I yeah. thought, I mean... Why I'm, would that be I'm, an issue? I thought he handled this whole question really well. And I was really glad that she asked it and that she just was as clear about it as she was. Yeah. Like, she... It was like, like that... The first thing she asked was her being like, how will they react when a Black woman walks in the room? And he didn't get that. So she really spelled it out for him, which I really was proud of her for. And I felt like she was very explicit. And... I don't know. I think it's something as a product of an interracial relationship, and I'm in an interracial relationship. I think it's like I think it it's like you, it can happen very easily. You just have to talk about it. You can't you can't act like it's not a thing. Yeah, so right, I'm right. glad she said that, something about it. And I think that's exactly what Charity was trying to say. Not yeah, like hey, I have had really shitty experiences when these differences and like the fact that racism is still a major thing in this country is swept under the rug right. is not addressed and like we have to talk about it now before we really get into yeah. things she brings right. it up in this like i didn't actually realize that this was an issue in her past relationship which she has yeah talked about extensively yeah. what a terrible of relationship it was and like riddled with cheating and dishonesty and he was just like the worst and apparently he also was just lacking in awareness and was ignorant about the issues that arise in interracial relationships. And she says, like, that caused a lot of problems. He had an attitude of these things don't matter when they actually do. Was this the same guy? It sounds that, like it. It's like the only the, yeah, relationship that she ever right. talks about. And it was a very long relationship. So uh, my assumption was that it was the same person, but Oof. You know, there's no way to know for sure. So he was cheating on her, like, didn't think that, like, her being Racism black was, was a, real. yeah, it was a thing, and was like, and now I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah, what a prize. Sounds deeply Sounds traumatizing. bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor Charity. <sighs> so, yeah, she's like, I've had experience with how, like, the sort of colorblind attitude that people sometimes do offer going into these relationships, yeah. like, it's actually very harmful, and Joey says, well, I could ask a million questions, but it wouldn't change what it would feel like to actually be in that situation. And I think we have a clip of Charity's response. It's not something that I want to say it's going to be easy because it's not like huh. even as an individual, like without a partnership, like navigating life as a black woman. It's not something I ever want to apologize for because that's who I am and, and the person that I'm with should be willing and, and wanting to embrace all of that no more educate themselves and, and attempt to try to truly just to try to yeah. listen and learn because yeah. I I do want kids I do want 
to build a life together. And if that's going to be the case, it's as much going to be part of my story mm. as it is yours. Absolutely. I love that. I don't know. I Me have, too. I really have no notes about, <laughs> about this interracial relationship <laughs> conversation because she said it, everything that she wanted to say and was like, I just want to make sure that this is not just something that's like, oh, it doesn't matter, but it does matter and it's celebrated. And then he said, I can't presume to 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 do anything except for listen and learn. And if I have black kids, then I want to learn because that's my family too. So I'm like, I think this was a great conversation. Yeah, I appreciated that there was space for her to talk about not just the negatives of the Black experience in America, yeah. but also the beauty and her pride around that and how much a part of her identity it is and how a partner should look at that as like a value add, not an impediment. Exactly. It's actually not like a compliment to be like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Right. Right. Like right. it does matter on, yeah. on every level. It matters in terms of the challenges and it matters in terms of the joys. And I feel like that came across and I loved I did love Joey saying that you know, having kids, but also not even just having kids, just building a life with charity in any way would exactly. involve that work and that joy. And I think that that was a really important thing for him to, for him to yeah. articulate. I think the, the only, oh, I'm remembering the only thing that I was like, eh, was that he was, she had just never dated a black woman yeah, before. Yeah, that was the yes. next thing he said. Yes. That, never dated that was woman. the next thing he said. I forgot about that. That, I was like, oh, but I do, th I mean, what, what is he going to, he can't go back in time. So, yeah. you know, he, all he can do is say, I haven't had this experience, but I'm open. So it, it was kind of like, I, I though, I personally would be a little nervous as like yeah. just to be an experiment or be mm -hmm. like, okay, never had this experience before. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I don't, that's what I would, that was my only little red flag with her and yeah. that conversation. Yeah. And I think that the, the tip off too is that he was like, I can ask questions, but I can't know what it would feel like to be in that situation. So he's never been in that situation. So it's never, all, yeah. it's all <laughs> kind of like promises and, and hopes right. at this point. Um, but he also says like, you know, my family believes that love is love. They look at what's on the inside. I'm not worried about their reaction. And that he, he says, I see you for the whole person you are. I don't want you to doubt that I can be that for you. And Charity mm -hmm. seems extremely comforted by how this conversation yeah. went. Yes. Um, she starts tearing up. She's like, that means a lot. And he says, I mean every word. And they hug. And she's like, it's scary sometimes. I don't want to get makeup on your shirt. Relatable. I worry about this all the time. <laughs> <laughs> As a crier who wears makeup. Um, like it's all going <laughs> <laughs> and they they end in an even stronger place than when they started dinner, which was already at a high. And in her in the moment, she's tearful. She's like, Joey's fantastic. He's giving me literally so much, nothing but happy tears. And she tells Joey that she is blown away by how he holds space for her and the conversation she needs to have and how he makes her feel seen. And she offers him the rose. And then... Joey tells her that he would be crazy not to tell her that he's falling in love with her. Right? Oh, my God. Joey. <laughs> Joey. 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 <laughs> Joey continues to get that romantic lead 
energy. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm like he's for me, he's it's like top he's top two. Yeah. It's not the next bachelor. I don't know. My instincts are all screaming at me that he is the next bachelor. But we will yeah. See. Well, we will see. We will see. I don't yeah. I don't know any spoilers, but we will I don't I don't either. See. But that's just that's certainly the the vibe arc. It feels like they're giving him. And I also suspect that like her connection with Dotton seems yeah. stronger to me. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I but don't think she's the final one. She did weep though. She was I think she genuinely is really into Joey and she genuinely cares for him and she genuinely believes everything that he's saying. Like I think yeah. that that is all very, very real and like probably healing for her to yeah. an extent yeah. to kind of go through this with him. He's he's being lovely. Like I I I really have no I'm like besides you never having dated a black woman, which like, you know, he's doing it. <laughs> like what else? <laughs> he's he's ta- like it's that's happening only, right now. It's happening right now. Yeah. So I'm like besides that, I'm like I don't I think he's really what else can he do? What's the you catch? Know? You know, you're like, what's uh, what's his family going to tell us? I know, right? Yeah, yeah, he right. seems exactly. He seems so <laughs> lovely, and I and I just love to see her with this group of men who are like holding space for her, and like so much of the season yeah. has been Brayden, yes. and with Brayden, everything was about Brayden, and, and, think- and now it's about her. Yes, and it's yeah, and also these guys seem really, really genuinely great into her yeah. and like admiring of her yeah. and wanting to do right by her. And like, obviously, yeah. you know, never give, never get a, a man on this show too much credit, <laughs> but it is lovely to see charity being treated well. <laughs> it's just yeah. like, like a you always are holding mm-hmm. your breath a bit mm-hmm. on, I mean, on any reality show, but certainly on this yeah. show where you're like, oh, just let them make it out. Okay. <laughs> but I do think that is what, like, the season being shorter and then now, so it was four episodes spent on, because this was the fifth one, right? So it was literally yeah. four episodes of Brayden. Yeah. It's the Brayden show for half the season. According to Bachelor data, he was getting, like, 25% of screen time. Like, he was That's getting, so... uh, like, historic levels of screen time during oh. the, those episodes. So yeah, really, I'm even more mad about it now (laughs) that I know that the season's shorter. (laughs) I know we're getting like a a 20% Brayden season. Yeah. Like, can we retroactively like (laughs) go back, (laughs) delete that? (laughs) So yeah, just replace that with some archival footage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Afterwards, uh, Charity and Joey make out in the horse and carriage and... Charity expresses her feelings about what Joey said to her. I'm looking at myself like Charity Lawson, like someone told you tonight that they are falling in love with you. Not you asking them, not you begging them, like because they wanted to. Aww. You deserve that, Charity. Also, who was this man who, like... I... This man did a number number on her. Oh, my God. I'm like, she's begging for for this ex of hers to, like, to to say he loves her and he's cheating and he's racist. I don't like this man. Stop. I do not like this man. Whoever this man man is, I do not like you. Not a nice man. I do not like you. (laughs) No. Back at the hotel, the men are sitting tensely waiting for Joey to return. Xavier's like, I don't even want to talk about it because I know they'd be kissing. 
That made me laugh. You're you're right. You're right, Xavier. Wraps me up. I love Xavier. And he knows. He knows what's up. He's like looking around. He's like, I understand your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Your relationship. I understand. He's like, and I'm going to knit a sweater. Yeah. Yeah. While I'm sitting here. It's very, he he just sits, he sits and he knits and he takes it all in. He's very quiet. (laughs) And the day card arrives and the day card is a two on one. Sean and Tanner, Ooh. it's time to get clarity. Meet me in the bayou. This is a classic <laughs> two-on-one kind of date invitation where it's just like, come to a remote place. One of you Slightly. will be allowed to leave. <laughs> Slightly <Yeah>. dangerous. <laughs> One of you will be thrown directly into the bayou. Yeah, you will each be gators. given a knife and a head start. <laughs> yeah. Go at it. <laughs> also, this date gave me a heart attack for a minute because I was like, wait, does this mean Sean or Tanner are going to hometowns? Which just seemed ridiculous. Well, they both seemed convinced that yeah. that's what it meant. And I was like, Charity can do whatever she wants. Like, Sean keeps being like, one of us is going to go to hometowns without a one-on-one, and one of us is going home. And I was like, I wouldn't jump <laughs> to one of us is going to hometowns, Sean. <laughs> like, Mr. Optimist over here. you were go home, buddy. <laughs> wow, I didn't foresee but- into the future as much as you did. <laughs> I was like, I guess that's true. <laughs> I guess that's I was, what's happening. I was looking at this group of guys and I was like, I don't feel confident mm-hmm. that she wants to take Tanner or Sean over any of yeah. these other guys. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I felt and like, it, uh, I don't know if you guys felt this, but I felt like Sean was very aware of the show. Like mm-hmm. he just kept being like, I've gotten the two-on-one. So you know what that means. And like, it, he, it was kind of very into the game of it all in a way that I was like, I think you've watched the show many times Sean before. is very aware of the conventions of the show. And that is definitely yeah. a recipe for going Crazy. out of your mind. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. he's I like, mean, I know what this means. I'm not getting a one-on-one before hometowns. That means I'm not a real contender. Right. That means, like, this is going to probably be the end of the line me. for me. And also, like, yeah. the two-on-one is often given to, like, people in some sort of feud. So you can see some churning of, like, what kind of character am I going to be on this show? Like, oh, how did yeah. he keeps being like, I don't understand how this could happen. Like, right. And I, I think, he's like, I don't, I don't get what's going on. Yeah. He's trying to grasp right. for meaning from the conventions of the show. And I, yeah. it's, it's hard to blame him. Like, yeah. we always say, like, do your research before going on. I, don't I blame would probably him do that, that too. Yeah. I would, I would probably be going crazy also. It reminded me a little bit of Jess Gerard on Zach's season, who got to this point and was freaking out because she hadn't had a one-on-one and she kept being told doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything but she knew right and I felt I felt like Sean had that same energy like it's just when you know too much being number five and six become absolutely brutal yeah which where I said I felt like Tanner didn't know for some reason so he he or he's just like on some really good (laughs) Beta blocker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I'm nervous, but I was like, you seem cool as a cucumber. Yeah. And he wasn't freaking out in the same way that Sean was like, it's a two-on-one. Oh my God. And Tanner was like, I guess I'll get on this boat. Tanner's <laughs> just like, gators. oh, once again, I'm overlooked. I wanted the validation, but I'm just going to show up for charity. He's and Tanner like, always keeps saying a lot of things about like, you can't control things. There are things in this life you can't control. And I was like, Tanner's Tanner's doing some, <laughs> some <laughs> inner work of some kind. Because he was like very 
very stable. Yeah, I want what he's, I want what he's having. I know, same, <laughs> yeah, same. It seems very effective. Yeah, it's working. Tanner and Sean get in a limo to be driven to the bayou together <laughs> as you do. Like they finally whip out a limo on this show and it's to go to a swamp tour. A swamp. <laughs> They're like, you guys get a limo as a little treat. <laughs> Before your death. <laughs> Before the gators. Sean keeps talking about how he and Charity have a real thing and he's so ready to bring her home to meet his family, which just reminded me that his dad is like uh, a super MAGA Republican politician. Who Who's it? Sean's dad. Sean's. Oh, I know. I kept getting like, very nervous I really don't whenever want Charity he was... to meet his dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was getting very scared. I was like, buddy. No, oh, God, that oh. don't subject charity to your Family, father. Yeah, kind of makes sense now that yeah. I know that. Yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. <laughs> he's he's in, his dad is a politician in upstate New York, and of course had his son uh, Sean, who wears shawl collar cardigans, and moved down to Florida where he spends a lot of time on the golf course. <laughs> I'm like, mm, wow. <laughs> there's an aesthetic wow. here. There's a certain cultural. Yeah, it's all making sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so Charity... He was, God, he was... I mean, he was so excited. He really wanted to bring Charity yeah. home. <laughs> he was he very did. excited. He Get out his dad. all excited. <laughs> so Charity boards the Swamp Tour boat with them. Captain Tom, the camo-clad boat captain, is like, y'all are with the same girl here? I don't know how that's going to work. One at a time, for sure. And I was like, gross, <laughs> Captain Tom... <laughs> Awkward. Please, this is a family program. <laughs> Children are watching. Children are watching. Captain Tom. <laughs> <laughs> My three-year-old is awake until at least 8.30, so gotta be careful. <laughs> they see many, many alligators. Charity is sitting very tensely in between Sean and Tanner. And Sean is just, like, jabbering away. He's like, there's so many gators. I can't believe how many gators there are. There's almost as many as there are on my golf course in Florida where I spend all my free time. And there are so many gators there. And Tanner's like, man, Sean is just really shining on this date. And <laughs> I was like, shining or being annoying? <laughs> I don't know. You just couldn't stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Wait, guys, I just realized that Sean's parents are divorced. Um, and now I'm wondering, like, was the plan to not include his dad? Because we'll he did mention his mom. We'll never know. I also want to mention that his father was censured by the New York State Assembly Ethics Committee committee when he was in office for asking a female staffer to send him nudes. Oh, no. No. In in addition to just being very right wing. So there's a lot going on there. Well, that's why Sean had to go escape him and go to the gators. Yeah. I mean, he was like, I'd rather spend time with these alligators. (sighs) Yeah. Oh, that's rough. What I would give to know more about the Sean's the McLaughlin family dynamics. But we'll never know because of how this episode plays out. Charity is like, which one of these is a boyfriend and which one is a husband? If you have two men, obviously one is one and one is the other. Sean is sweet, but is that enough for a husband? Tanner is so great, but is he going to open up to me? Tanner's here. And Tanner's here. Tanner's here. And Tanner is here. He's physically here. He's like that oyster that you're like, if I could just 
pry this oyster open, maybe there will be a pearl inside, but it's just kind of sitting there like a rock right now. Yeah. Sean oh, man. is just going on and on. Tanner's getting more and more annoyed. And he's like, Sean just wants to win this competition. And like, I really need to step it up. And even Captain Tom agrees. He's like, I think she was leaning more towards one guy. She was giggling more with him. I think she was just like, he's talking a lot. <laughs> I would love to think I, that, but I think Charity is a little I bit into Sean. <laughs> she don't was into it. <laughs> she was. I think she likes him, but she also knows she's not going to like be in an actual relationship with <laughs> yeah. him. But he's, yeah. fu- he's fun. Well, she He's fun, and he's into her, and he's sweet right. attentive when he um she's doing her 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 talking head moment and he comes and kisses her and then she's like sweetie boy yeah. <laughs> I was like oh that but that's kind of like more of an endearing like oh he's so cute yeah. but i'm not gonna yeah. be with him <laughs> she's like i'm not gonna marry him but no. he's so cute sweetie boy, she's like yeah. why is he so sweet oh yeah yeah that's so adorable um, it's like, yeah, it's like when my son comes over to me and gives me a hug. You're just like, oh, like, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the rest of Charity's Week in New Orleans. Can you keep up? I like love Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. And we are back, and Charity meets back up with Sean and Tanner for dinner, hoping to finally get some clarity. And spoiler alert, she does not get that clarity. Yeah. Not not tonight. She's freaking out. This episode was like a crisis of Charity not having enough time. Like, she's being like, how am I supposed to decide between all these men I barely know? She's like, how did I, how do I know I've hung out with each of them Maybe twice. Yeah. It's completely unfair. And like, I think I was, I was also wrapped up in the conventions of the show because I also thought she had to make a decision and I was stressed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't like, know. How can one choose between, between these yeah. two? She <laughs> Genuinely. Kind of, she has to make a choice before hometowns, right? Because they're not going to do like five or six hometowns. But, yeah, it's clearly not happening on this date. She's not ready. And she's like, the last thing I want is to wake up with the regret of, oh, God, did I send the absolute wrong person home? So she meets Sean and Tanner all dressed up. Sean is like a little Southern prep school boy. He's got a Navy sport coat and like a spread collar shirt and tie on and khakis. And I was like, this looks like we're at like a debate convention or something. Tanner has on his t-shirt and suit because he's more laid back, obviously. And Charity has you, like you can't control you can't control I'll anything. Do. Yeah, he's <laughs> like you can't control anything. I can't control my shirt. I can't control. I can't control. I can't control. <laughs> can't my control shirt. my fingers well enough to button buttons right now. I'm just doing my <laughs> best control. down here. <laughs> Charity leads them in a toast, and then immediately is like Tanner, please leave so I can ask Sean about his family. 
and mm. they don't go deeply enough. Yeah. I'm going to say. Sean says, mm-hmm. the minute you walked in my family's doors, you would feel the love and support I felt my whole life. Someone's been media trained mm. for a campaign. Mm. Yeah. I mean, maybe. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't know what the situation is between Sean you know, and his family, but we certainly know that Charity should not be subjected to it. I think Sean seems like someone, I mean, truly sweetie boy. He like seems very innocent. And I think to me, it didn't seem, it seemed like, kind of totally willful ignorance, especially yeah, now yeah. knowing wh- who his dad is. I'm like, I think he's just like, I- they love me, so they'll probably love you. It'll yeah. be great. Every time I Google his father, I found I it's find worse. a new creepy thing. It's yeah, worse like I worse. just saw like, oh, someone also accused him of physical abuse. Like, it's Jeez. very dark. Oh, jeez. I'm like, listen, Sean is not his dad, but I have no, no, we don't seen we pictures don't of Sean, like, campaigning with his dad. For his dad. <laughs> so, like, it's not a great... <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, but he, yeah, he does seem like at minimum, he would be the kind of guy to be like, yeah, my family would love you. Why wouldn't they love you? <laughs> and then be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize my family was so racist. <laughs> like afterwards. Oh God. So Thank, I'm so glad that this charity did not have to deal yeah. with that. He tells her he wants to recreate their makeout sunset at the pier every day. <laughs> He's staring to my eyes, staring at the sunset Once again. It's, it's three it's time. It's five thirty. It's time for our sunset moment. <laughs> Every yeah, optimist. I'm a, a little too eager. Like if I was charity, I'd be like, I don't know you. Like yeah. this energy is too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's sweet, but it's too much. But Sean feels super confident after this. He's like, I said everything I need to say. We made out. I nailed it. It's definitely going to be me. Tanner is, in a very chill way, sweating bullets because he knows that Sean has been shining more on this date. And when it's his turn, he's like, I really need to open up. So he tells her that he has a guard up. He was in a long-term relationship of three years, and they had one argument, and she flew to Florida and never returned, which is the kind of story that, like, (laughs) when a guy tells me this, I do not know how to react, because I'm like, either that really sucks for you, and you got, like, ghosted by a a long-term partner, or there's, like, a lot that you're not telling me. Like, what did you say to her? Yeah, Yeah. there is context missing for this from this story, and I have many questions. I have some follow up. It again was like, there's no time, and he was like, I better get this out. Uh, we had one argument, and she went to Florida. Bye. Like, he just needed to get some kind of personal information across. this This is it. This is my last chance to tell you literally anything about me. So. Here goes. I think if a guy I was dating had been on like two dates with told me that about his last relationship, I would have 15 <laughs> very specific follow-up questions. Like in the name of journalism, um, I need to ask a follow-up. But I think it was very like it was very telling that Charity was like, oh, really? Like she didn't even yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I don't have time She's for She's like, a no time for this. Okay, you're out. You're like, out, oh, buddy. But sucks. oh, I'm so Let's sorry that Sean sucks. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let's uh, regroup. I'm gonna <laughs> get the show on the road. Yeah. Man. Now that, that we've had our personal reviews, um, it's time for the group meeting. Yeah. To She's like, oh, I hate when that happens. Um, thanks, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, back at the house, it's apparently 1140. They're still waiting for the two guys to get home. And they're also waiting for the date card. Aaron is like, I need to re-up on my one-on-one time. Here in, in New Orleans. Here in New Orleans, the city that formed me as an adult. But the date card does arrive, and it goes, of course, to Dotton. My heart's racing for you. Meet me at sunrise. Oh, that was this episode, too. Wow, so much happened this episode. A lot. They packed a lot in. It was a great episode. It really was. Because Dotton had a date last episode, a one-on-one, and now once, like, just one episode later, another one-on-one. He is so winning. Like, I just... He's so winning, and I love it, and I'm here for it, and show me more Dotton and Charity all the time. Oh, yeah. I'm obsessed. From the beginning, I was like, this guy is so special. (laughs) We've been saying it. We were like, sleeper hit. He's coming. He's coming. He's He's about to break out. And then he did. Yeah. Is he like a foot and a half taller than Charity? Yeah. That's what yeah. It seems. He's like six yeah. seven. He's six six. Six six. And she's she's tiny, right? She's maybe like five three or something. How tall four. is Charity? Let's let's I don't know because actually Google it's, Charity Lawson's height. It feels pretty significant. Um the, five, the seven. charity. Five, oh, so okay. he's a, so she's a foot taller tall. than her. He's a foot taller. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, the women so it doesn't she looks matter. Five, Wait, two no. <laughs> Hold that. Hold I mean, that thought. I'm Maybe getting she's five, mixed, seven with heels. mixed reports on how tall she is. I see five three and a half. Okay. I would guess five three. That's what she And then said. she wears really tall heels a lot. She's five three. I think she's yeah five. Apparently, three. there are sites that will just look at celebrities and estimate how tall they are. And yeah, I see an estimation yeah. of five five of five six. She's five seven. She five, said three. five three and a half. Yeah. So, so she's, she's also that makes more sense. I know she's telling the truth because only those of us under <laughs> five five would ever specify the half. It's true. Um, I always say five four and a half. Yeah, I say five two and a half. So you know, and I'm just like five ten. <laughs> Tall ladies. You're like, I don't need to sweat like, the half inches. No. Yeah, it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <laughs> Charity and uh, the guys on the two-on-one date are still trying to hash things out. Charity is like, I'm getting a stress rash. I don't know what to do. Finally, she just sits between them, picks up the rose, and says the best decision for her in this moment is not to hand out a rose. And they're like, oh, okay. And she's like, I'm very grateful for both of you. Have a wonderful night. <laughs> and Tanner is thrilled. Yeah, Tanner is, is so thrilled because he's like, I assumed I was going home, and now I have another two days. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very telling. Tanner feels like a draw is a win. And Sean is like, I was up 30 points. What happened? (laughs) Yes. Tanner's like, wasn't a no. It wasn't a no. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And Sean is like kind of spiraling. He's like, I'm upset. I don't know how you can be happy in this situation. I'm not happy. I could not have been more clear in the words I used about how confident I am in us. Now I'm questioning everything. Sean is, like, so sweet all the time and so, like, game for the process with Charity. And then whenever he gets at all frustrated, he says something where I'm like, has anything ever gone wrong for you? Like, do you think that, like, if you just say the right thing, that, like, it unlocks the outcome that you want? Because it Yeah, imagine going through dating being like, (laughs) I simply can't imagine that I would express interest in someone. Very clearly. wouldn't express it back. (laughs) I want this, so why can't I have it? I'm baffled. 
I said, I want you, and yet we're not together. I don't get it. He's like, he's like a, a spoiled little boy who's like, you can't really blame. Well, no, you can blame him. You can blame him. But, um, but it's like, it's there. It just feels like lack of context or awareness with him. Yeah. He's yeah, just exactly. like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's like the little princess thing of like, oh, well, it's so easy to be nice and sweet when you're getting everything you want. And then right. when it doesn't work out, you're like, this is not how the world works. I'm- I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> the next day, Charity is on Bourbon Street in hot pink and white workout wear because she and Dotton are running in the Crescent City Classic. You mean the marathon slash half marathon that's neither? <laughs> Charity keeps telling Dotton it's a marathon. It's a 10K different things like imagine if they were like no we will be running <laughs> a marathon what at 16 what is a marathon 16 like miles 20, or is it 22? 23 or 26 yeah it's like 26 miles i'm like how i don't i don't run <laughs> neither do i but i know it's over 20 miles i feel like yeah. for those of us who can't run 30 seconds we're like it's a marathon <laughs> so i think that Dotton clocks that this clearly isn't 26 miles long and he starts calling it a half marathon it's also not a half marathon. It's that's also it's hard. A 10K. Okay, they're not gonna. They're not doing that on a bachelorette <laughs> date. That would be wild. No, I was like, this is a bold date. Like, if you're <laughs> yeah. not a runner, like, I'd be like, marathon with no training. Uh, I think they looked at Dotton. They were just like, he has really long legs. Well, he can probably do it. I love how the way they talk about this reveals that. As they both admit, neither of them is a runner. They're just like, oh, the race is long. It's long enough that I am uncomfortable. So it's a marathon or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I think a 10K is actually about a quarter of the length of a marathon. It's like still six hard. Miles. No, still, still seems hard. really hard to me. Very hard I, for I would me. be walking. <laughs> I can barely. I'm imagining Claire. I can walk about five blocks state. right now without needing <laughs> right. to lie down. So and we're done. And we're good. <laughs> Hand me the beer, <laughs> man in a top hat. Exactly. <laughs> they take their time. They jog through the city in their in their tutus. It's a fun run. So, like, Charity has brought fun costume accessories for them to put on. They've got their boas and their their colorful tutus, and they're just like it seems like rocking it's through the, the kind city. of event where you yeah you just like stop off on the side and like grab a beer or water and chat it up with some people. Yeah, it's not like a serious. It's, it's a fun run. It's not like a serious. It's not runner. It's, it's a fun. It's a fun run. It's more I'm like a fun run. It's more like a bar <laughs> crawl, but with sneakers yeah. on. Which is it seems fun. It did seem fun. I was like, I would run if you got drinks on the way. Yeah. If like, I got to stop like run. half an hour every mile and have a beer and yeah. oysters. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah, I need someone to like give me like a gift or a prize <laughs> yeah. at like every, every kilometer. Same. <laughs> then I'll do it. <laughs> Otherwise, no. Dotton is feeling Amazing. He's like, Charity picked me for two back-to-back dates. I'm trying new things. I'm wearing my first tutu. Looks great on him. I'm running my first marathon. Not a marathon, but you're doing amazing. (laughs) And back at the house, the two-on-one boys are debriefing with their buddies. And they're feeling mixed emotions. Tanner is like, I really did great on this date. Sean was freaking out, not me. I was cool as a cucumber. (laughs) 
<laughs> my beta blockers were really doing their job. They were really effective. Sean, like, I it was a great date. Yeah. Go home. Great date. I I didn't lose. Yeah, it was like so. I was freaking out the whole way through, but none of that stuck in my memory because at the end I won by not losing. <laughs> I didn't so. leave. I'm still here. Nailed it. <laughs> Sean tells Xavier that he was sad not to get the rose. And that's a totally normal feeling to have. And then he came back to the hotel and saw that Dotton got another one-on-one when he hasn't even had one himself yet. And that was even an even worse feeling. And he was just like clinging to the validation of getting a rose. And that would tell him that she's feeling the same about him as he's feeling about her. And Zave, she's not. She's not. Xavier asks if he got to say everything he needed. And Sean is like, I thought so. So, like, why am I feeling this strongly? And I'm not getting the validation other people are getting. Yeah. Again, this she's is just, just not a case. Into you, sweetie. This is a case of Sean very accurately reading what is going on at this point in the season and not being happy with what it's telling him. Which Correct. Yeah. It was very, do. like, it was, it was giving. I watched the show. For yeah. Me. Because yeah. he was like, I did not receive the rose, which you know what that means. And Tanner's like, yeah, he's never like, seen the show. And he's like, everything <laughs> seems good to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, if we go to hometowns, then I'll get to hang out with her for at least a couple hours Sounds before good. I meet my family. Yeah. So I think it'll be good. Yeah, really, at this point, knowing the show too well is such a curse because you just yeah. see everything unfolding around you, but you have no control. Yeah, right. And so you go insane. But there's something but. sort of satisfying about it because when people, like when Brayden kept being like, I can't believe I got the first impression rose and then I didn't get the first one-on-one date. It just makes me nuts. Yeah. I'm like, that never happens. Yeah, like, you're like, at least Sean understands about? what's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I've seen this happen a million times before. This yeah. guy, the guy who is me, never, never makes it to the finals. Yeah. Halfway through the race, Charity and Dotton are like stopping. They're getting mugs of beer. They're getting local delicacies. They're getting elderly men to offer relationship advice to them. One elderly gentleman in a tuxedo tells them he's been married for over 50 years. And they're like, what's your secret? And he says, yes, dear. Get it? Because women don't <laughs> yeah. like to be disagreed oh with. I got it. <laughs> happy wife, happy it. life. Well, <laughs> at least yeah. they had a beer. Not, not much to that say advice about with. that. When you ask a man over the age of 60 for relationship advice, you'd better be prepared for something a little bit disturbing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> they cross the finish line together. They're like, you were a great teammate. You know, you were a great teammate. No, you. They make out. They're just like, this is the best. Dotton's like, we're basically just having a normal day. Like, and it's with charity. Like, this is, this is perfect. Oh, I love him. And then it's time he, for their night date. Oh my gosh. Can we talk about his outfit for this night date? What was he wearing? So, I forgot. Gosh, he's wearing, he's wearing like a black suit. Wow. And then underneath yeah. it is like a sort of drapey black dress shirt with a really yeah. bold sort of mustard gold pattern. I couldn't it's tell if it was gorgeous. like florals yeah. or like a big paisley or like some other theme. Or just a line drawing. It it's was, a little, yeah, it's it, a little hard to make out, but it was cool. <sighs> yeah, he looked great. I'm like, this, this dude is from Brooklyn. Yes, yeah. he, seem, he seems like he's from Brooklyn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he just, just really seems... connect with his energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's, he, he has really good energy. He seems like he wouldn't be the person who would take up a lot of space. But if, like, if, 
if you wanted him to, he would, but he he's not going to like overpower a room. He's going to read the room. He, yeah. He's going to read. That's exactly it. He's going to read the room. He's going to lay back if that's what the vibe is. But if it's like his time to speak, he can. It's just, yeah, he's very in yeah. tune with energy. I don't know if that, that has to do with him being an integrative medicine, whatever <laughs> specialist or whatever Maybe. it says he is. But I was like, certainly, hey. I feel like I would be comfortable if I came to him with a medical issue. I'd be like, let's I know. Integrate. I'm like, what, what does he? <laughs> what does that mean exactly? What sort of homeopathic remedy will he offer me if I uh, um, ask for his? Services? I don't know, but I'll do it. I'll try it. I'll <laughs> yeah. take it. I will sign up. They're just looking very elegant, like Charity is in black and a high ponytail, and he just like. The, the fact is that guys on the show rarely experiment with fashion. And then when they mm. do, it's often a misfire. But you're still like, A for effort. Like, I'm glad you tried something. This is like a rare, like, trying something a little bit different. And it just, like, and really worked for me. And they just look so truly elegant succeeding. together. I yeah, was, like, Brayden's dangly earrings did not work for me. But Doughton's yeah. suit does work for me. Yeah, with Brayden's earrings, I kept being like, I respect the effort, but like, I, I did respect I the effort. I would not wear these earrings after but 2011. No. <laughs> yeah, it yes. was like a so. Choose a different earring. <laughs> different earring. Like, was, you need to, you know. Yeah, it look, was. Style, style is something that you need to learn and develop over time. Mm-hmm. Or, you're, men, or you're born with it. Or you're born with it. Or, or you're born with it innately. Yeah, some of us were just blessed. Some of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at pictures of me from high school. Trust me, I was blessed since birth. <laughs> so Charity asked Dotton how he feels about bringing her home and how his family would react. And he's like, I'm excited for them to meet you. But also, it's really scary. And he says he's been thinking about why he's so been so scared at this stage in the process. And he says that it stems from his fear of failure. Because anytime he's really wanted something and went for it and had high hopes, it always felt like he fell flat on his face. Hmm. Which is such a contrast to Sean, who's like, I said I wanted the thing. It's weird that it's not already <laughs> it in my hand. It be here. Um, and this is I why I find Dotton so relatable. Yeah. <laughs> I ordered it. I thought I ordered a relationship. Second day and... delivery, and yet... Where is it? <laughs> so weird. And Charity is like, I'm also terrified because this just feels so good and so right. So I must like be missing something. What am I missing? But we shouldn't think that way. We both deserve to feel really good and confident about this. And Dotton's like, yeah, I'm learning sometimes a good thing is just a good thing. Hmm. I loved I loved that line. Yeah. And then we have a clip of the next thing he says. My heart and my brain. There's this conflict going on. My heart is like totally in this thing. And you have pretty much taken it and ran with it. Then the brain is like, no, like you don't deserve like what are you talking about? You don't deserve that. Like, no, you can't have a fairy tale. That doesn't really exist. Um, but I- I'm really working on um just listening to my heart more yeah. and letting it open up, right? And just really putting my ear to my heart and listening. Um, my heart is pretty much screaming that I'm definitely falling in love with you at this point. So, um, oh, oh, Dutton. All so of the romantic in me is just like, <gasps> I swoon <laughs> after this. It doesn't feel delusional or crazy. He's like, He's kind of giving context and saying, this is crazy. I feel, this feels insane to say, but this is what I feel, which I think is probably very helpful to her as the Bachelorette because you can probably trust 
his judgment a little bit more rather than Sean being like, I just, it's sunset time for me and you, baby. <laughs> you know, like Dalton's yeah. like, this is, this doesn't make sense, but I feel this way, which I think I would, if I was charity, I would, I would really trust that. Yeah. There's something about the way Dalton is expressing himself that is, it almost feels more like the script of a romantic movie mm. rather than what we often get, which is very just like bachelor structure referential lingo. lingo. Yeah. Like I yeah, have to tell genuine. you that like, I am falling in love with you where it's so clear that they're like referencing that. Right. Yeah. This feels yeah. more spontaneous, but it's so well put in this way that you could definitely see it in like a, Jenny Han a TV good, show or something. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bought a it. Good romantic. Yeah. 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 And Charity, Charity is right there with him. She's, she beams. She says, "My whole face and body just lit up. This is what I needed to ooh. hear. I'm truly listening. I feel like I got electrocuted in the best way." She uh, loves him. <laughs> so sweet. She's clearly doing the like I'm not going to say it back to yeah. anyone thing, but she's she's she feels yeah. it. She, she's <laughs> into it. She's so into it. Yeah. Charity tells Dotton, she's like I can't say in words how you make me for, feel for contractual but reasons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a million good things. You know. Yeah. You know the good things. And of course, she offers him the rose. We have another clip of what she says after. Tonight went far better than what I imagined coming into it. <laughs> Dotton, he does feel like that person. That could be exactly who I would navigate this life with. I don't want to say I mean, this, but because wow. I obviously don't want to be held to it, but I feel like I should retire if she doesn't pick Dotton. Like, she I'm so I mean, sure. He, I know. Ha- it's him. It's yeah. him. She has to. It's him. It's him or else, I don't know. He just We're does very... everything. Like, she has yeah. a lot of components of good relationships with the, with the other guys in her final four, but he has all of them. Like, they have the amazing chemistry. Yes. They talk to each other about more substantive things. They really relate to each other. They feel like Mm-hmm. They're the same in a lot of ways, but also they, like, want to learn from each other. It's just, like, they can laugh together. Yeah, yeah he's just, he's a gem. You could just, it's, you could, he's a gem. It's a really yeah. good match. It's yeah. just a good match. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's giving her everything, too. He's not holding, he's not playing games. He's not holding back in any way. He's just no. kind of like, here it is. Yeah. They go outside. They make out under the string lights. And Charity, like, whispers to him, truly the happiest girl. And he says, happiest boy. Oh, that was really <laughs> cute. That was just really, got chills. And we all They're just, so like, cute. died a little bit. That was very, very, very cute. That just felt like the, like the kind of way that you would have that conversation if there were no cameras. Like, there was no, like, yes. awareness yeah. of how that would play on camera. You know, I'm realizing why he seems like a gem is he seems like someone who wouldn't go on the show. And yeah. I think that's it. Like, it's like he's, yeah. he's just he's just shining because he seems like a very cool yeah. <laughs> like, Oh, this person. handsome man just wandered onto set and then decided to stay. Yeah, yeah. and it's like, I'll so nice. that. I'll pick him. Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem like he's worrying about how he's coming off at all. No, it's very refreshing. And I think you're right. He's not following a script of any kind. And it's just like, he, so he, he just feels very real. Yeah. And often when someone comes on the show who is just like very, like not aware of the show, like not really primed to play the game of the show, 
they just like don't make it very far. And mm-hmm. so for him to stick around in this way, we're just getting a lot more of, of that energy than we usually do. Mm-hmm. So back at the hotel, the men hear a thundering knock on the door and they're all apparently waiting for a date card, which is how I figured out that there were going to be four dates this week. I was, I mean, they have to pack it in because I thought they were just going to have like a cocktail party. I don't know what I was thinking. I see, this is how I'm rigidly attached to the structure of the show. I'm like three dates a week. Exactly. (laughs) Like no more, no less. Obviously charity can do whatever she wants. She can never give out the rose, but there must only be three (laughs) dates. I though will need three dates. Me <laughs> for my own sense of order. Yeah, in this now world. I'm confused. I don't know where I'm at in space time. Yeah, there was a lot happening this episode. Yeah, maybe they did have wow. an extra day in New Orleans for all of this. But um, Aaron is like desperate now. He's like, <laughs> I need a one on one. I need to lock her down by showing her how much I love New Orleans. My favorite was really when- to steal it. <laughs> My favorite was when Dotton came back and was like, we did this like cool race. And he's like, the, the this race? Yeah. <laughs> he was oh, like, the Crescent City knew. Classic? Yeah, no, Oh, the I Crescent City that. Classic? Yeah, I know about that. I've done it. I've yeah, done it. obviously, I'm an expert. It's like, did like, it occur city to me you that maybe Charity would like to have that be a new experience for the two of them together rather than to be with some guy who's like, oh yeah, the Crescent City Classic. Yeah, no, we do this every year <laughs> here in New Orleans. It was like my ninth <laughs> time writing. We get it, Aaron. <laughs> You lived in New Orleans. <laughs> He's just like wearing a t-shirt that's like, ask me about the seven years I spent living in New Orleans. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> the day card and arrives. He's like, why is no one listening? No one is asking <laughs> no me. One's asking. Yeah. No one's so listening upset. when I bring it up. The day card does get delivered, but it is a group date. Aaron, Xavier, Tanner, and Sean. Next stop, hometowns. They are all so depressed. <laughs> yeah. So this is basically the pre-hometowns group date that is just like a replacement for a cocktail party. Like the the guys with roses don't have to come, but everyone else comes and, and gets the roses that are to be had. Sean buries his head in his hands. There are going to be you three other guys it. on his special New Orleans date. And that means two of these men, of course, will be leaving with hometowns roses. Sean is fuming, and he's starting to say some unsettling things. For example, it's all boiling up inside of me. I'm trying to suppress it. I'm trying to be in the moment. But if she throws a rose on Dotton's chest, all hell is going to break loose here. I'll tell you what. Take it down a notch, Sean. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't really want to hear about how difficult it is for you to s- suppress your boiling fury, Sean. I <laughs> makes me a little nervous. And like, why wouldn't mm. she give Dotton a rose? Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> she clearly likes. Everyone Dotten else seems to be quite aware that Dotton is <laughs> getting know. the rose. <laughs> so Dotton comes back, and he does indeed have a rose, and. As he's telling them about the date, Sean gets so upset that he gets up and walks out so he can pace around looking pensive in his Warby Parkers and his 15th shawl collar Cardi of the season. He's really wedded. <laughs> he to has that them look. in every color. He does. Um, <gasps> and in his In the Moment, Xavier is like, Sean really, really likes Charity a lot. And I'm worried he might do something crazy. Wait, who said that? Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> who was the person who was having that, like, heart-to-heart with Sean earlier in the episode after 
the two-on-one oh, date. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I feel like this was a lot of buildup that was making me very nervous. And then what Sean does is he goes to her room and says, do you like me? Yeah. yeah. I really think you should like me. And if you thought about it longer, maybe you would like me <laughs> more. Maybe you would? More. You would like me more. <sighs> so he heads to Charity's suite and knocks on the door and he says he wanted to check in on her. She's like, yeah, that the last night our date was a lot. I'm still processing. I'm trying to make sense of the emotions. He's like, yeah, it's funny you say that about all the emotions because I also was having a lot of emotions after that date. You know, I have been having these strong feelings for you since Oceanside, but I haven't had a one-on-one or any validation like that. And when you picked up the rose... When you put it down, instead of putting it on my chest, that made me feel sad. (laughs) And Charity's like, yes, okay, I see. Um, You know, look, I came in very confused. I didn't want to just give out a rose when I wasn't sure what the right decision was. It's a very important rose. It's hometowns. It's families. It would be a disservice for all of us, including you, if I gave out a rose I wasn't sure about. And Sean then really puts the final nail in his coffin. He's like, I understand, but I want to feel really good about how you feel about me before bringing me home. I need an answer. I'm totally in the process of falling in love with you, and that's why the rose meant so much to me. And this gives Charity her opening to break up with him, which is the only right thing to do here. Like, I I was actually relieved that Sean just asked for an answer and that she just gave it. Yeah, and it turns out that he only wanted a different answer. (laughs) Well, yes. He was not looking for this particular answer. There was only one answer he was looking for. It's like, do you want me or not? And they're like, not. And you're like, I think maybe you do, though. If you're not totally sure, that's okay. A second ago, I said I wanted you to be sure, but I've changed my mind. Take another day. You're not thinking clearly. (laughs) I can't wait until tomorrow for your answer. If you're not sure now, you don't even want me. Okay, well, I guess I don't want you. Are you sure? Uh, he ca- he kind of kept going, didn't he? He didn't yeah. really fully take the first no. Yeah, and I, was, hard. I was I was worried it was going to go on longer. Um, yeah. But so so she says, you know, looking at it all and understanding the magnitude of everything this week, there are connections that are stronger. And like, and he's like, well, but if we had a one on one, that one on one time could really <laughs> right, change okay. things because we could definitely get there. And at this point, Charity just looks exhausted. She's like, I'm going to have to tell him that I'm dumping him again. We have a clip. I can get on and on truly all night about everything that you are. But as of right now and what this is and where I'm at, what you want for me I can't give and I'm very fearful of not being able to get there. She sounds so tired. So, like, she must be exhausted. Yeah. How can she I? probably hasn't slept for days? It's like I have to get to the end of this sentence before I can walk I think it she out. starts it by saying we're here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She does. We're here. Yeah, cuz he's like he's like, you know, uh, we could get there and she's like, but we're here right now. We're like we're here. here. You didn't have a one-on-one. Yeah. It, I'm it, we're not going to get this there. This is this is it. This is the yeah. end of the road. And we're she here. She says like she says first, you know, I'm fearful of not being being able to get there. And then she says I 
I don't think I can. I I can't get there. I know that's not what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. And at this point, at least he does accept this answer and she walks yeah. him out. Sean leaves, you know, without the validation <laughs> he wanted, yeah. without the one-on-one. She's pretty bummed. And I'm a little bummed because they misled me with editing into thinking he was going to be more of a villain than he was. But that's part of the game of the show. I got got by some sneaky trailer footage. <laughs> I feel like they really tried and they were like, we only have Brayden. Yeah, All the Brayden's other men are fairly yeah. they really, well-behaved. They really did not have any villains besides Brayden. Yeah. No, they were like, we can, we'll get Sean getting re- like worked increasingly up, increasingly emotional and worked up, but then like nothing will happen and he'll just no. be like, and Sean's more just like she's a, so incredible. Yeah, he's I'm more like a so sad, a spoiled, sad boy who really liked her and wanted something, but yeah. he wasn't like inappropriate about it, really. Yeah, no. Sean is not someone that I feel like drawn to, that I relate to. Oh, really? Pretty concerned <laughs> about his potential politics and the, some of the like entitlement that he expressed. But yeah, it was pretty just like. He gets sad about it when he doesn't get the stuff he yeah, wants. He's, he yeah, he feels harmless to me. Like, he feels kind of like a... In the in the context of this show. In the least, co- like yes, in the context. Yeah. Sorry, not in general. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, specifically just in the show. Yeah, specifically <laughs> in the context of what we've seen on the show. Pretty harmless. Yeah. And in his In the Moment, he says he's heartbroken, he's crushed, he's confused. I don't get it. I tried everything I could have to express how I felt, why I felt that way, and it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Welcome to dating, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Maybe this will be character building for you, too. Yeah, I think actually, it will be. You know be. what? I think this is good for him. Yeah. I think it will be. Yeah. And now it's time <laughs> for the final date with no Sean. So it's a three-on-one with two roses and one loser. The men get on a trolley. And head who to will it charity. be? I cannot imagine yeah. who it could be from these Will it three. be one of the two guys <laughs> that she had great one-on-one dates with? Or will, will it or be Tanner? Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tanner. So, yeah, the vibes are not good. Tanner is now on a three-on-one, two days after being on a two-on-one. Aaron is fuming about not getting to show charity around New Orleans. <laughs> vibes are not Hold good. over it. <laughs> Mm-mm. He'll never be over it. He's going to go Not to his over grave. It. No. Yeah. Fuming. <laughs> I and- lived in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> Something mean. people don't talk about enough is that I lived in New Orleans <laughs> for seven years. <laughs> Crescent City Classic? Yeah, I've heard of it. Crescent City? Yeah, I know it. I know it. It's a 10K, not a marathon. <laughs> I'm very familiar because <laughs> of all my time here. <laughs> I was here for seven of those guys. That's that's a lot. Those were man making years. <laughs> so Charity that. meets the guys and basically just like heaves a sigh and is like, "This is a tough situation. We're just gonna have to get through this." <laughs> They're all in physical pain. <laughs> She's just like, "Guys, we gotta we have to see the task we've been given." And <laughs> there's no pretense of like, it. "Let's just have a fun day no. today." What's no. <laughs> and so first, Charity pulls Aaron aside for their conversation. He's like, this is one of the hardest weeks of my life. I was in a very low spot emotionally. It's been so painful seeing the other guys getting their chance and coming back with their post-Charity glow, as we call it. That was cute. And mm-hmm. she is, of course, very flattered. But um, 
he's like, I'm willing to go through it because of you. And they seem to end on a on a good note. And you're like, okay, he's he's getting through. Charity talks to Tanner. I think we see around 15 seconds of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Another strong sign for the Tanner crowd. And he's like, it's scary to think the hometowns could be our first one-on-one, but I've envisioned it and I can like see you in my mind's eye coming home. And I can definitely imagine having an amazing time. So he's like, you could physically arrive in Pittsburgh, (laughs) Pennsylvania. I think I can see it. I could write a short story about it. I could yeah. <laughs> I could draw it in my sketchbook. I can see it. It's something that could happen. And she's like, great. Thank you so much, Tanner. <laughs> thank you, Tanner. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Xavier seems pretty anxious as he waits. He has he has more to share. He's like, I really, really like charity. I want to fall in love with her. But at the same time, I want to tell her who I am wholeheartedly so there are no surprises. And so he's ready to open up a little bit. I also want to say that he is wearing an incredible layered outfit of a white t-shirt under a yellow button-down under a white and lavender fuzzy cardigan with, like, faux flames. I was like, he's really going for it. And I wonder if he knit any of those <laughs> pieces. That cardigan looked a little bit above his skill level. I've seen his projects. Right. He's mostly scarves, I Yeah, think. he's doing garter stitch scarves, which, like, listen, right. is a very respectable place to start. More than I can knit. Yeah. <laughs> I've been knitting my whole life, and I have yet to knit a cardigan that cool. Okay, so, okay, that's advanced. Okay. <laughs> it's very advanced. Yeah. <laughs> Charity uh, sits down with him and she's like, we have great chemistry. I've been feeling so confident about us after last week, but I need to ask if this week changed anything for you. Like, how are you feeling? And I believe we have a clip of his response. I think for me, like, um, it scares me to, you know, genuinely, like, commit all myself to one person forever. That, that idea scares me. Mm. But doing it... Why? It, Cause it's like that scares me because it's something I've never done before, and I want to do it once. I want to do it right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There has to be no doubt in that. Mhm. Okay. I know that I want to get engaged. I know I want to get married. Mm-hmm. It's a question of if that's you. What did you guys think of? of this i had mixed emotions because i thought i mean he's being real it's not like it's not unreasonable it's definitely real to, and honest yeah it's not unreasonable to be scared of engagement and scared of committing to one person that is very scary so i was like yeah but i was also like why tell her this right now and yeah. like have you not thought about this before you go on this show you know i'm always like shocked when people go on this show and then are like engaged me and it's like yeah, yes. I think most men go on this show and are like, I probably won't even like her. She probably right. won't even like me. Like, I won't have to really deal with this yeah. because right. it won't come up. And yeah, it was like a mixed bag because I think the ideas that he's expressing feel really reasonable and really yeah. real. Like, yeah, you probably do still have questions about whether this person you've gone on two dates with <laughs> is someone that you can commit to, like, right. for a very long time. I mean, that is a very reasonable feeling. But I also understood why it would have injected some anxiety into 
charity Charity is definitely starting to look a little bit peeved at this point or like thrown Mm -hmm. and i i don't think she's wrong i think that like again like while it makes a lot of sense to have the feelings he's having i think that for someone to articulate them to the lead at this point in the process yeah it's it's not always good it feels very destabilizing and i think they do consider they know this is an engagement show so to suddenly start being like I'm not sure if I'm ready for an engagement. It feels more like a way of saying, I've started to feel like maybe we're not the right match. But I don't yeah, know I think how to, like, how to put some brakes on this process. So I'm just going to say that I have doubts about yeah. the, the speed general. of the Yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like historically, right. like, it's the same thing with Braden, where I was like, yeah, it's an insane process. We all know, like, they all know that. Everyone knows that. The fact that you right. feel the need to keep talking about it makes me suspect right. that there is another issue here. Right. Yeah. When he says, like, it's a question of if if that's you, I'm sure she also heard that as, I'm thinking it might not be Right. Because yeah. why would you say it if he wasn't thinking it might not be her? But I also just get the the feeling that Xavier was like, I have to articulate these mixed emotions I'm having or else we can't have an honest relationship at all. Oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, but like probably at this point, she's just like looking at any doubt as a bad of thing. Of course. Yeah. Of no. course. So it's kind of like good for him for being honest, but bad for him in terms of her, him like rising in. Right. Yeah. And her feeling super the confident ranks. in their connection. Because yeah. he has just explicitly said, I don't know. Well, because also, like, then what do you do with that? Like, it's not like, here's what we need to do to, like, here's what I need to know about you. Like, here's a conversation we need to have. It's just sort of like a, "Mm, I'm not sure about you. That is very hard to, like, really address. So, finally, he says, you know, I've been going over every moment between us trying to get clarity. And I don't know what that thing is that's going to make me be able to fall in love. But do I think I can get there? Yes. If you're the one, I don't want to pass that up. Yeah. And I think this seems to have an optimistic of, enough of a slant that Charity yes. is like, okay, great. She smiles again. Xavier is like, I feel stronger about our connection because I was able to open up to her. And it ends up seeming like a positive conclusion to the conversation so after these talks charity sits down with the guys and offers the first hometown rose on the platter to aaron and of course yeah and then she walks no surprise at least he'll get to show her around one of his hometowns not the one he wanted (laughs) he also gets to be dismissed and i assume go back to like the nice hotel suite and take a nap or something so seems seems great for him Tanner and Xavier are not feeling great. And Xavier says, every time I speak from pure honesty to a woman, it puts doubt in their head. Yeah. <laughs> and this made me chuckle because it's lit- he literally said, I have doubts yeah. about you and about this whole thing, yeah, which yeah. is fair. But like, yeah, yeah that might inject yeah. doubt. <laughs> yeah. If you say, I have doubts about whether we're a good match... She now has doubt in her head as well. I don't know why everyone is like so weirded out by me saying I'm not sure about this. Yeah. (laughs) It's almost like it makes them think I'm not sure about this. It's like I should be able to say that I'm having a lot of doubts without making them feel doubts. And I'm bothered that that is not the case. 
Me too, Xavier. Me too. (laughs) I mean, relatable. Meanwhile, Tanner has like turned into a new sort of world of of delusion. He's like, I'm we have a ton of momentum right now after our conversation. (laughs) And I feel really confident about this rose. And Charity returns from walking out Aaron and says, this is the hardest decision I could make. So I'm waiting until tonight to give out the rose. I'm like, this season was so, so profoundly too short because Charity is terrified and torn over potentially sending home Tanner. Like, (laughs) I, he seems nice, but like, it's got to be clear to her at this point which one and it's she just doesn't feel like she had enough time with any of them and that's why they should have gone to amsterdam together (laughs) amsterdam would have really brought tanner out of his shell i I think think. so to me it was that tanner was a great guy it's just like he didn't shoot she was kind of like is there something under there that i just haven't uncovered yet that's like really special and really cool and tanner was like I don't know. What you see is what you get. <laughs> you have no control. So I think she saw more of Xavier. So at this point, it's just like someone you've seen or someone you haven't seen. Yeah, exactly. And if she'd had a one-on-one with Tanner, I think she might have been able to yeah. be more clear about like whether yeah. he was a nice guy for right. her or just a nice guy. But by that night, Charity actually does feel like she knows what she needs to do before seeing them again she's like i thought about it this was smart she says she feels an immense level of sadness but she has to follow her gut tonight will not be easy i genuinely at this point thought she was sending home xavier because really because of how she was talking about it she i was like how are you this sad and like terrified of sending (laughs) home tanner like he's gotta be expecting it very sensitive and very sad about rejecting people. If you can't Claire. send home Tanner without an immense level of sadness. <laughs> Who can you? Who can you? You're yeah. not going to make it through the rest of the season. <laughs> but of course, she is sending home Tanner. She knocks on his hotel room door and he lets her in. And you can tell he's like, I know what. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He knows um, what this is. Bring it on. Charity says to him, I think constantly about the what ifs. It pains me to think about what it would look like to meet your family who would have so many questions about how they ended up here, about, you know, our journey. She'd be like, I don't really know. (laughs) Yeah, we'd be like, I don't know. He seemed nice. We made out a few times. nice. Yeah. Uh, We haven't really spent any time together one-on-one, but like... Looking nice forward to, to doing you. that before we get engaged. <laughs> nice to yeah. meet you. She's yeah. like, it's not fair to you and your family. In three weeks, someone's getting on their knee. Would it make sense for us? And then she says, like, you're an incredible person. I want to not be the person who lets you down or causes you pain. And he embraces her with a stoic but tragic look on his face. And then she's, they say goodbye. She walks him out to the streets of New Orleans, I guess, where he just sort of walks away. He's just, he's going out for, he needs to clear his head. <laughs> they're like, fly away, little bird. Maybe <laughs> they're, they're not giving people <laughs> exit interviews, really. Like, Sean, we, he just disappears. Yeah. Tanner just, like, walks off into the well, crowd. Tanner gets they're like, a, we don't have time a little for this. in the moment, too. 
They both do, but they don't get the they like, don't get, like limo, the limo, exit. the yeah. limo or like SUV driving away. Exit That's interview. true. I, are people not allowed to drive in New Orleans anymore? What's ask Aaron? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Aaron would know. I don't the know. City made him. A he man. probably knows. Oh, them. thank you. I've been looking for someone, anyone <laughs> who knows New Orleans, and I couldn't think of. Someone yeah, you're like Aaron, <laughs> tell me about beignets. I wish he would have flagged to me that he's familiar with New Orleans because then I could have gone to him with my question exactly. first. Um, so in his little in the moment exit interview, Tanner says, We gave this everything we got, and I think that's what hurts the most. And I'm like, You didn't because she didn't <laughs> even give you a one on one date, she had that in her back pocket. <laughs> but um you both seem like very nice people he's like it sucks because she felt the same way i felt i know that she's just got such a big heart that's why i was trying to be as strong as possible i didn't want to let her know how much it hurt me too that girl deserves the world man she is special wow i agree um Blair is so over Tanner. I love it. <laughs> Listen, I'm not, nothing against Tanner. We don't have time. We don't have time. He seems lovely. He's, He's just, just not very the one. generic. He's not man. the one for charity. Very okay? generic, yeah. nice man. I mean, maybe he has qualities. We just like didn't really we see don't that. Know I can only them. speak to his representation on the show, which is generic, <laughs> nice man who is tall. Yes. yes. Maybe he meditates. We don't know. He's working. He's doing some kind Look, of yeah. mental. I think we're gonna learn more about him in paradise. And yeah, can't wait. Can't they're wait. They're definitely. They've given him not much personality to draw from on paradise, but yeah. definitely a real good guy at it. Like he's going. Yeah, to Yeah, nothing bad. Yeah, nothing bad. Although no one will have seen the season in paradise. No, but so for the audience, his like we'll be yes, coming in with, with goodwill toward Tanner. Yeah, no one will I feel too negative about yeah. him. I have to assume, Mm-mm. except for me. No, I'm fine <laughs> with Tanner. For you, Claire, <laughs> I wish you the Tanner's best. Number one enemy. <laughs> I hope someone gives you a lift to the airport. <sighs> Xavier, meanwhile, is waiting for Charity in his suit at the like date location. I guess he's like having a panic attack. The rose is just sitting in front mm. of him on the coffee table. <laughs> he's like staring. Charity walks in alone. Um, she hasn't even, she's just in her like cardigan and like pants. And she walks in and says, You know, this week has been very hard. I've just had to follow my heart and what feels the best. She picks up the rose. She says, I just sent Tanner home. I have just one rose left to give out. And quite frankly, I don't have to give this rose out. What was that about? I don't know. I was like, are you mad at Xavier? I know. What did you do? She's she's still stewing over that little, like, I have so many <laughs> doubts about whether you're the right person yeah. conversation on some level. Um, but she's like, it's something I want to do. And she finally cracks a little smile and offers him the rose. And he accepts. And they make out. So... They're back on they're back on the track. He's like, I'm ready to keep this train going. I'm ready to fall in love. Which is, you know, the next thing that happens, I assume. I don't know what's gonna happen to make me fall in love, but it's gonna happen soon because that's kind of where we are in the process. And that episode six. (laughs) (laughs) Stay tuned. Next week, episode six, hometowns, which looks dramatic. 
I really couldn't tell though. Part of me is like, nothing that crazy is going to happen with these families. And you're like, cutting it. Oh, the families, they always, In, is always misleading. But the, the yeah. rose ceremony breakdown seems hard to conjure out of nothing. Yes. Yeah. No, no, no. That, I think that will be the only dramatic moment, the rose ceremony at the hangar. I'm like, does this mean that one, the rejected man has to like fly off in a tiny private I love plane. when they do rose Whoa. ceremonies at the hangers. That was Jojo <laughs> and, and Luke also, right? Yeah. And I she think was like so. sobbing at the airplane hangar. <laughs> it's a great setting. The, well the done. bachelorettes well always cry when there's a rose ceremony at the airplane hangar. Yeah. It's like why you cry on planes. It's just like we don't know why. Yeah. It just it's happens. just destabilizing. If you're in the vicinity of planes, you yeah. also yeah. cry. Unless you're Zach and Rachel. You're like yeah. in this like liminal space where like you're you feel so small and like the forces of the world feel so big. Right. And you're like, right. I'm so displaced and like now I'm hurting a good man who really loves me and like he's about to fly away. It's very right, dramatic. Right. Cheers, yeah. Yeah, so can't wait for that. Can't wait to uh, see what's next for this this band of four men who want to marry Charity. And the credit sequence is a skit. They are leaning into skits this season. <laughs> they really are. <laughs> this is drawn from the two-on-one. There's like clips of Sean and Tanner on the two-on-one cutting back and forth between just a bespectacled producer (laughs) pacing back and forth with a very serious face in a hallway waiting for a silver phone to ring. Then it rings. (laughs) And a voice on the other end says, Jesse Palmer. Palmer. She did not give out a rose. (laughs) Do not pull the luggage. I repeat, do not pull the luggage. Yes, Bachelorette, do more attempted sketch comedy. (laughs) They don't even have to be good sketches. As long as they're not, like, overtly misogynist, I'm, like, pretty down. I was here yeah. for it in my in my in my mind. It's Jesse Palmer like orchestrating everything. He's just yeah, like he, so he bored, and he's them. like, "Okay, here's the sketch this week." Yeah, Jesse Palmer <laughs> showed up, and he's like, "I actually have a lot of creative ideas. I have some great <laughs> a lot ideas." Of ideas. <laughs> and this is where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the set of like curb your enthusiasm or something. They're just like, just riff, yeah. just see what comes, what comes to you. Jesse's like, you know what? Oh, no. yeah, I got stuff. <laughs> it worked. Thank you. Thank you for your service, Jesse Palmer. I know. And that brings us to the end of our recap. Vela, thank you so much for joining us. Can you tell the people where they can find you? And also how they can support the strike. Look, you can find me at Vela Lavelle on um, all the things. And you can find me on the picket line because I am a proud union member. And um, I'm really here for, I'm, I'm hoping that AMPTP comes back to the table and we can all kind of navigate this next step Um in fighting the robots together. Um, So there's a lot of, there's, I wish I had, I think there's an entertainment fund through SAG. Maybe I'll put it on my Insta. So by the time this comes out, if you want to donate, you can, or just, you know, just support your favorite actors. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. And And writers. Yeah. Support writers and actors. Mm -hmm. These are people doing real difficult jobs that deserve to be fairly compensated. Yes. um, And, you know, we don't need all of the money from that labor to go to like five Ten guys. white men yeah. at the top of 
yes. a few studios. So yes. yes. So and yeah. we love arts yeah. and we love artists. So we want we want the strike to end favorably for you guys and for more art to be made, not by robots, but thank you. By yes, actors and writers humans. and humans. By humans. I mean, would we get that sketch, that end of bachelor sketch <laughs> yes. without the human mind? That is and so I think true. Not. <laughs> I think not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Without Jesse Palmer's <laughs> creative, <laughs> the brilliance, the brilliance. Look. <laughs> Thank you, Bella. And uh, come Thank back you soon. It's always so much fun. Ugh, anytime. And now it's time for Love to See It, Hate to See It. Let's start with Love to See It. This was a pretty sweet episode. Yeah, there are things I did love to see. I love to see the return to the 8 p.m. time slot. Charity deserve better than 9 p.m. And frankly, it's kind of past my bedtime. So I also deserved better. (laughs) Same. We also love to see just so many men on this show who seem so genuinely into Charity and seem to see her for the incredible woman that she is. And we love that. Yeah, this episode was really bringing the, the warm fuzzies. On that note, we really love to see Dutton's second one-on-one in a row because this show is not about being fair and it's not about whether Sean gets his little treat. No, it's not. It's about Charity finding love and it's also about us getting to, like, watch a love story and swoon. And I found this to be a really lovely second date that I enjoyed. I enjoyed watching. It was beautiful. It was so great. Also love to see Dutton's night date outfit i have to shout that out again oh my goodness how did i almost forget to add that to love to see it (laughs) yes dotton's fashion on point we love a brooklyn boy i cannot wait to see his hometown next week and now it's time for hate to see it we hate we hate we hate so much we hate to see no international travel before hometowns what is going on this is rude offensive. At this point, I'm like, are they going to do fantasy suites in, like, Miami Beach? Like, what? what's the oh, plan no. here? Are they ever leaving the States? I... Not to be so unpatriotic, but I don't watch this show for domestic tourism. No. <laughs> Come on. I watch this show to see them go to, like, random countries in Eastern Europe yeah. that I have not been to, okay? Charity deserves I, a whirlwind adventure of the globe. Charity deserves that. Yes. Around the world in 80 days. That's what I want this season to be. Um, so that was the main hate to see <laughs> this episode. There was actually some... So It was a pretty, a pretty warm and fuzzy episode. Minimal yeah, stuff that I, I super so. hated. Um, so... And w- that's kind of great yeah at this point in the season that's really fun so honestly that brings us to our rating out of 10 disney princesses and for me this episode was really high yeah like maybe a nine because this was finally the charity show not a the brayden show and we got both two extremely romantic one-on-ones very fairy tale vibes there was a horse-drawn carriage and Charity's gorgeous Disney princess tears. Yeah. And it was truly like the most romantic feeling episode. 
so far. Also, my son has been really into The Princess and the Frog lately, which is a Disney princess movie set in New Orleans. So I was like, it actually does really feel like I'm watching a Disney movie right now. The the romance, like, the where, jazz. And where's Tiana? It's Princess Tiana, yeah, Princess right? Tiana. And uh yeah, so I was really feeling the Disney energy and it made me so happy to get just like one beautiful episode of Charity being like romanced and like looking beautiful and getting a stress rush, yes, but like Every Disney movie has a little bit of stress. So, yeah, I think I agree with a nine, actually. Look at us. Look at <laughs> us. This is a beautiful episode for for you to go out on, I know. Claire. Going out with um, good we vibes. We will miss you. We will miss you so oh, much. I'm and we will look forward too. to your return. I think it will be during Golden Bachelor. Yeah, when? Depending on what those dates are. Yeah, it should be. It'll be in the in the fall. So I'm not going away forever. Don't get too excited. I'll be back. And Thank God. I'll be full of opinions. Full of stockpile. Storing them all up. I'm going to be suppressing my boiling opinions for months. <laughs> so uh, I will see you all when I get back. On that note, that's it for Love to See It with Emma and Claire. Thanks so much to our wonderful guest, Bella Lavelle. Love to See It is produced by us, Claire Fallon, Emma Gray, and Stitcher. This episode was edited by Talon Stradley. Our theme music is by Tamar Haviv, and our art is by Celine Chang. Josephine Martirana is our executive producer. If you like the show, please follow us, rate us five stars, leave a review, and of course, tell all your friends about our show. Buy a poem about how much you love our show. Hand it out in the street, whatever you need to do. If you want to get in touch, you can always email us at clarenemmapod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and TikTok at Love to See a Pod and Instagram at clarenemmapod. And you can find our newsletter rich text on Substack at clarenemma.substack.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back actually on Thursday because one of our live episodes is dropping as a bonus we are going to be releasing the new york show taping that we did recapping episode five of season eight emily maynard season we had so much fun at this show and we're really excited for the rest of you to get to hear about this i think really important iconic episode in bachelorette history really important and iconic and we had juliet Littman join us as a guest so it's just going to be a ton of fun can you keep up? I like love it. Stitcher. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30.